You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu and welcome to Radio Ramadan Glasgow 87.7 FM. It's 8.03. It's time for the Muslim show, the new Muslim show, Embrace. Alhamdulillah, I'm your presenter, Dow Duncan, aka David Duncan, and I am joined tonight by Sister Sophie. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullah. Walaikum assalam. My good wife, who's come back up from Dumfries and Galloway. Alhamdulillah, I was a mess when she was gone. <laughs> An absolute mess. It was a disgrace. Um, anyway, Alhamdulillah, you're here in Embrace. It's the show that's for new Muslims, by new Muslims. In the show for converts, for reverts um, to Islam who've come to their religion later in life. So, um, Sophie, you um, wouldn't have been able to uh, listen, I don't think, to the last show. And last time, what we had on was uh, two sisters who, mashallah, have been doing some great work over the past couple of months. Sister Aisha and Sister Hannah, who, who you've also met, mashallah, and very lucky to know. So, alhamdulillah, sisters were telling us about, a bit about their journey to Islam, a bit about what it's been like to be Muslim, but also about the group that they've started. Um, Sophie, have you been along to any of the meetings? Um, I went to their first meeting. Um, mm-hmm. I've not made it to okay. any others, but I've kind of participated a lot online, I think, uh, just because of being busy and things like that. I, I mostly see yeah. stuff online. But it, it's a really nice space online for new Muslims. Yes. Um, def- definitely worth getting involved, even if you're not based in Glasgow, mm-hmm. just because there's so, it's such a safe space to share and ask for advice and ask mm-hmm. for support for people who might know better than, than you do, you know, someone who's yeah. got an idea, you know, maybe you're struggling with your prayers, someone might have an idea about how they overcame that struggle of, of maintaining the five daily prayers, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think this is the big thing, is that for me, the real strength of uh, organisations like that is getting new Muslims together to have conversations, inshallah, talking through um, what it was like for them, people that are maybe a bit further down the road, people that have tried things that are a bit different, and inshallah, um, helping them on their way, because, um, you know, it's, it's a complex thing, and the thing with uh, new Muslims is Allah guides whom he wills yeah so every type of person becomes Muslim so mashallah that's that's the one um, alhamdulillah that's exactly what Embrace is about so tonight on the show we're going to ask um, we, we know alhamdulillah we've been getting feedback again um, that's been so heartwarming about the show and inshallah we really pray this is beneficial inshallah to you at home whether you be uh, a, a revert convert uh, or whether you are just listening in on how to help inshallah or maybe as I say this other so part of the listenership which is people are probably listening and would like to become Muslim as well alhamdulillah so um, what I would say is call in get involved in the show the telephone number is 0141 375-3434 that's Glasgow 375-3434 um, some of those listeners at home I know they're really thinking yeah I'd like to call in I'd like to call in but oh I don't know Alhamdulillah listen Bismillah yeah in the name of God eh, pick up the phone phone us and eh, come on here just say Assalamu Alaikum just eh, let the people at home know um, you know just that they're not alone basically that's that's the big thing um, and maybe you've got a bit of advice maybe you've got a question you'd like to ask please feel free to phone in inshallah so God willing so tonight Sophie tonight what is it well, <laughs> We're not alone. Alhamdulillah, we've got a new uh, person in the studio tonight. Alhamdulillah, we've got uh, Brother Johnny, um, who, mashallah, is uh, a bit of a ledge on the scene. Um, and 
Alhamdulillah. Brother Johnny is actually um, a good a good friend of mine, and um, you're also friends with his wife. Yeah, Rima. She's she's lovely, mashallah. Please make dua for her and uh, Johnny's family. Always important at this uh, time. I mean, yes, and mashallah, their, their daughter, mashallah. I mean, uh, you know, the thing is, um, you know, when I first came to Islam, like most people, I came alone, yeah, mm. to the deen, and then, and then, mashallah, I met people who, you know, uh, were around me, and it was like such a new phase being married, yeah, and then, mashallah, this phase of being married and having Muslim friends to go and visit, like a couples, you know, mashallah, like this couple, it was like totally amazing, subhanAllah. So alhamdulillah, so lucky to have a uh, brother Johnny along tonight. We might not be married if it wasn't for Johnny and Rima. That's a very, very good point, which we must never uh, forget, mashallah. Um, so alhamdulillah, Brother Johnny, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum assalamu wa rahmatullah. MashaAllah. Alhamdulillah. Johnny uh, kindly came along uh, very sort of last minute um, Just notice. Just a wee bit, mashallah, but alhamdulillah, so uh, dedicated. And also, uh, Johnny is uh, furthermore really. Um, considering, uh, God willing, we'll hopefully have you back uh, later as well. All going well, inshallah, to hopefully present some stuff. So, Johnny, how's how's Ram- this Ramadan going for you? How's it comparing with uh, Ramadans in the past? Anything sticking out for you? Uh, well, it's my first... Actually, no, it's not, it's not my first. It's my second Ramadan working like in an office. Mm. Um, so, in terms of sort of fasting in the day, it's, it sort of passes quite quickly because just yeah. like eight hours are gone, you're thinking about other stuff. Mashallah. Apart from the middle of the day when everybody else is chomping on their Subway salads kind of thing it's and you're sort of saying they're like, great. Um, <laughs> and now, apart from that, it's fine. It's pretty run of the real Ramadan, if I can say that. Mashallah. Yeah, no, alhamdulillah. That, that, that's alhamdulillah. Good, uh, good to know. You know, alhamdulillah. The thing about this show, I think, is we're just hearing, you know, Muslims... You know, human beings will have different experiences of things, and alhamdulillah, new Muslims are no exception to that. So some people find Ramadan really hard, and they find it something that they work at. Um, you know, and inshallah, hopefully we can help people with that. But some people find it a real bonus. So I just think the fact that people out there are hearing that there are people who, you know, do find Ramadan, you know, this run-of-the-mill thing, as in they're looking forward to Ramadan coming, and it's just a, such a familiar part of their life. It's, it's a good thing to know. So, um, so I was just wondering about if you tell listeners maybe a wee bit about uh, how you came to Islam. Is it a long time ago, recently, and so on? What was the journey like? Uh, my journey to Islam is coming up for eight years, mm-hmm. um, September thirtieth. Um, I took Shahada on Eid al-Fitr at the end of Ramadan, two thousand and eight. It was a very uh, volatile time in my life. Okay. Little, I'd lost my way a little bit. So right. I thought I'd left school. My friends had gone to uni. I hadn't gone just yet. Uh, right. Sort of a bit all over the place emotionally, you know, so you mm. sort of prime time to sort of have a little look into yourself, yeah. uh, kind of thing. And uh, my wife, who's been mentioned, her family, I was very close to the family, uh, mm-hmm. going through school, and uh, they offered a lot of support. Um, started having a lot of dialogues, things like that, um, just because, you know, just my heart was open to it, and then just sort of became like, if you've ever been on Wikipedia, you look something up, and then you start linking through all the other articles, mm. you, you start looking at... Mm-hmm sort of like the episode list for Suits and then you end up looking at some sort of Freudian theory that, that was <laughs> discussed in one episode. You, re- you know how to use Wikipedia. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, were you religious before? Not really, no. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would consider myself an agnost um, yes. in the sense that I thought... Uh, my, my view on the universe and everything in it was there's no way that this happened by accident. 
uh-huh. kind of thing. Um, it's, the, it's you know intelligent design, that kind of thing. I was okay. I was I was convinced that there must be something beyond right. what we've got in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but at my time, at the at the time then, no one there was no sort of like body that was sort of giving any sort of good answers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just started looking elsewhere, like because Christianity was it's, it's quite quite Church of England is quite big down where I'm from. So speaking to the sort of like the the clergymen down there they, 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 they didn't really offer they got the answers that i wanted um, mm-hmm. kind of thing so i started looking elsewhere started mm-hmm. reading into you know sort of science and things like that i think that's that's quite a familiar thing you know for me you now as you know i studied religion and there's this um characteristic i think with um uh, now it's with both religions i would say uh, it was with both religions this characteristic where uh, some religious people really um embrace the mystery you know this um, mm. this kind of uh, beyondness of God, um, and others, um, you know, all uh, focus much more on let's let's get the facts. You know, I think that there's much more of a characteristic of the latter in Islam. You know, where people kind of uh, well, let's know, let's find out the answer. Um, so I think it can be quite attractive. Mm. Um, so you were on quite a um, questioning journey, um, yeah. one yeah, of kind of thoughts, maybe sort of philosophical kind of flavour to it? it? It was more based in sort of science, yeah. maths. I, I come uh-huh. from a sort of like an applied background in that sense. My dad's yep. an engineer, so mm. um, I liked the scientific approach where let's try and prove everything. Yes. But you, obviously, like as far as we are technologically, you, you just can't. There are some things you can't prove. Mm. Um, so obviously it falls short. Um, and then I, I came to find Islam through looking at the miracles in the Quran to do with science. Yes, the, the, everybody see, you know read the pamphlet miracles in the Quran, embryology, yeah. the, 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 mm-hmm. um, the water cycle, things like that. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, this is interesting because this ties in with sort of my yeah. knowledge base, yeah. rather than just saying embrace God and Jesus and have faith kind of thing. I, you know, I, I think this is one reason why the Quran is and Islam is in such a growth period is because I feel it's you know it's Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, God uh, the Most High, you know, He says, look at the universe, you know, look at the universe and you'll see uh, in the Quran again and again, uh, mashallah. But then again, you know, as I was saying about different experiences, Sophie, I know that you had kind of, you you weren't so attracted by that kind of science in the Quran stuff. It wasn't, didn't have quite such a hold on you as far as I remember. Is that the case? Yeah, I, I can I can see the pool and I can see the real interest in, in that side of things. And I actually really wonder whether it's, it's a male thing, like a male-female yeah. split. I, I don't think, know. It's definitely, yeah. But um, it'd be interesting. So people can maybe let us know if, if they mm-hmm. if they think that. But um, for me, I was much more about the practicalities. Like, how is this going to affect me day to day in my life, and and where's the wisdom in what what I'm going to take on in my day to day life? So where's the wisdom behind like salah, behind prayer? Where's the wisdom behind um, fasting? Like, what what is the idea behind that? And ultimately. The big thing for me was um, I met someone who just thought Marshall had great character, but you know from from what you've said, although it's maybe not the the main theme of your story, there was people with good character around you from you oh, know yeah. your wife's family and things like that. Very welcome. That was another the, the social side of things was something that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Sure. I um, when I went, I wasn't I went with a view to maybe take shahada on Eid al-Fitr. I was invited right. along to the mosque for Eid prayer just okay. to see what it was like because of the dialogues we've been having. They said, mm-hmm. "Why don't you just come along?" see what you think um, and uh, it was through that experience that I was actually sort of overwhelmed by the, the welcoming atmosphere all the brothers all the sisters that were there like everybody was really happy to see yeah um, everybody like the prayer had finished I was just chatting with the imam and everybody had already left but they were still outside sort of eat greetings and things but then word, mm-hmm. when word got out 
that I was, uh, there was a guy going to take Shahad, everybody rushed back in, so that was, that was really overwhelming, you know. Yeah, I think this is one thing that's, that's uh, amazing. Such a familiar story, you know, um, it's almost a bit of a cliche, I think, sometimes amongst uh, new Muslims, is the story of the Shahada boom, when, you know, mashallah, I mean, I, I've seen queues of people, maybe like 50 long, it seems, you know, uh, waiting to, to give a cuddle to that person that's become mm. Muslim, and mashallah, why? Because it's the most beautiful thing, you know, someone coming, um, back to Allah, back to worship God alone, you know, and uh, have that connection again. And it really, I think, energizes us as well to see that. Um, however, as we know, you know, there are hundreds of people who can, and I don't mind saying this over and over again, because it's a fact that we as a Muslim community, you know, we need to never forget there are hundreds of people who become Muslim every year in Glasgow, yeah, and then they, then they, they disappear. So this shahada boom you know, afterwards it can be problematic. How about yourself? Did you have um, a kind of similar experience? Was it problematic after? It was similar in the sense that, well, if it wasn't for my family sort of keeping me with them, um, then, as in sort of like my, my Muslim family, then I, I, yeah. I, I probably would have just sort of gone straight out the other side of the bubble, like you say, because mm-hmm. um, that does happen to a lot of people. Yeah. Where I'm from, there's, there's not a lot of deen. Um, mm-hmm. Very a lot of money, a lot very pro-Israel, very like the, a, a lot of sort of like anti-Muslim sentiment, uh, even very anti-Muslim because there's not the, 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 yeah. and um, there's not a lot of Muslims down there, and the Muslims that are down there, are, I wouldn't say they're afraid. It's not fair to say they're afraid, but they're probably a bit more apprehensive to practice Dean because of the the attitudes down there. Mm-hmm. Um, so and and given that I, mean, I was sort of not born and raised in it, but I was I was you know I was in it, um, mm-hmm. and all my friends, the sort of the friend circle that you were, it's very hard. Like yeah. I get the jokes, you know, when I become Muslim, like, and he's, oh, it's just a phase, and you're just doing it because of, you know, mm. re- all, this, all that kind of stuff. It's doing it because I do resonate yeah. with the yeah. how people can just sort of like not get sidelined, but because I, I wasn't completely sidelined, but like I said, with my family, but, but moving to Glasgow changed that. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. I mean, um, just just to talk briefly um, about the gosh, uh, the fast. It's really got to me today. Um, <laughs> You know, when you after you become Muslim, you know, isolation um, is is a big problem. And in fact, also when you were saying there that some people might say you become Muslim because of someone that you subsequently um, uh, started a relationship with or whatever. You know, um, you know, for you, Sophie, I think this is a big gripe for yourself as a sort of woman as well. Yeah, um, there's so many people um, like yourself. Have you ever felt that someone said, "Oh, you must have become Muslim for me"? For example. Yeah, in actual fact, what's really interesting is. I'm quite surprised that I work for Muslim Women's Organisation and quite a few people don't, didn't know my story when they first met me and then they admitted later on, you know, kind of almost in an apology, oh, I always thought you converted for, for David. And um, I think, oh my gosh, you know, it's a surprise. But I suppose there's, there's a level of reassurance there that, that you also experience that because I always think, I often think people assume it for women, like, you know, as if as a woman I don't know my own mind and I would need a man to help me make that decision, so therefore I, oh, I could only ever do it for a man, I could only ever do it to get married. But it's, it's reassuring that it happens to both sexes, I, I guess, I, for a lot of women out there that, that is reassuring. Yeah, I think a lot of, um, you know, women uh, do feel like the, the, the story is they can't think for yourself, but I suppose, you know, it's, it's natural, like when you became Muslim, Johnny, as well, that, that people would especially in a place where maybe there's quite a lot of anti-Muslim sentiment. They when think, you're young as well. Yeah, yeah. They, they would just think, why would you do that? So then maybe grasp at straws and, and, and not maybe think, well, actually, I looked into it and it's it's the truth, you know, and it's yeah. the way to relate to God. So um, I want to do that, you know. Um, anyway, um, so 
after you became Muslim, um, you said that you know they were in that environment, but really it changed when you came to Glasgow. Uh, what were some of the differences that you would notice with the Glasgow community? Um, well, obviously there's more Muslims. Uh, okay. There's actually mosques as well. Yeah. Um, I, I moved up. I, can, I took Shahad at the end of Ramadan, and then we moved up the following year during Ramadan, just as it started in early September. Uh, so I sort of I went to the mosque for the first time since... Um, since taking Shahada, I went to Central Mosque, and mm-hmm. it was just a completely different experience because like, you, you just don't get buildings like that. Because yeah. that's a purpose-built mosque, absolutely. You know, a, you know um, not like a converted like old church or office building or something like that. It was mm-hmm. much different. It was the community that I fell in with that made a difference. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, because the city's got more of an, an eclectic mix of people anyway, um, mm-hmm. which helps. So it's not just sort of like the Indian subcontinent sort of representation of Islam you've got Arabs you've got like people from yeah. all over the place it's great Africans uh, I mean yeah I mean myself it was Africans I came through but you know this message is, is one of the key messages that comes up again and again and we want to tell you if you're new Muslim just become Muslim don't worry this is what is normal as it's become God will and hopefully it won't be normal but this story of isolation is what comes through and through again and again there have been a few um, academic studies into uh, the stories of conversion, narratives of conversion is one to look out for uh, from Cambridge and it's no surprise that this story of isolation comes up. When people become Muslim there's a huge boom and then they find there's natural um, isolation from people. Natural isolation from family, natural isolation from friends, sometimes it's not dramatic. You know, sometimes people assume that your parents are going to kick you out, you know, and that does happen. There is... Mm thick prejudice in this part of the world against Muslims and that can happen right god forbid it's not normal i must say it's, just, it's fear mm. mostly mm-hmm. it's just yeah. fear yeah absolutely and as they usually uh, you know thank god for those that are becoming muslim for a long time parents want the best for their kids you know their parents realize that islam is well they'll so it's soon it's the best them, yeah. yeah exactly um so you know you know thanks to god it, it gets better but um Certainly, um, you know, with you, Sophie, I remember that you found that you had an isolation with friends, but it wasn't dramatic, it was slow, mm. and it wasn't unnatural, it wasn't unorganic, but, but it was quite a definite thing. How did you find, um, your, your, did you find an experience of isolation, and, and how did it occur, if so? Well, I, I think for me, there was a, there was a progression of isolation, because actually before I even thought about Islam, I decided to stop drinking and get involved in all those kind of things that had previously been nothing to do with related to Islam, just related to my lifestyle choices that I wanted to make and it was actually through that that a lot of my previous friends fell away um, and then I think there was a sense of isolation I had people around and I was I think it was raring to understand again how relationships you know, Johnny you mentioned how friendly people were and one of the things I remember is is, is Rima your wife like I bumped into her at an um, interfaith dinner on the Wednesday and she turned around to me and she said listen it was a few of us girls that were there we spent all night talking she says listen you need to come around to my house on Friday it was a Friday or Saturday anyways the point was it was like very soon and I'd never been used to that you know usually you have to get to know someone for like a good few months before they consider inviting you into their house and there's this new thing about Muslims well they just invite you around to their house this is before I was Muslim and so it was alhamdulillah like I'm so grateful that I met her and I met my friend Sidra and Gladys and Sarah and Miriam and all these people because they gave me that basis that friendship that I still have today but even though I had that support and those people around me I think there was a sense of isolation in that 
I felt what I was going through was different to what other people were going through or they mm. might not understand because of my family situation. So I think everyone kind of goes through it and then you realise afterwards that, mm. that that's, that's not the case. Everyone's going through it. Well, as for solutions, you know, um, if you are out there, if you are feeling isolated, one thing that I would say is you know, get involved in these groups. As I say, I think I'm sure I'm not 100% in this email, um, but you can certainly, um, we can get this and leave it with the staff of Radio Ramadan. But I'm fairly certain it's glasgowreverts at gmail.com. You can email in there and that's Sister Aisha and Hannah's group and they, God willing, will help you. Also, I would say, please, Radio Ramadan is not just a sound, it's actually a beautiful organisation that's such a good place for new Muslims to come along, get involved in any type of volunteering behind the scenes, just meeting people, even, heck, just come for iftar to break your fast here, and you'd be welcomed uh, 100%. Um, to get involved, uh, we're at 70 Cope Law Street in Glasgow, and you can also phone in on 375-3434. Well, um, uh, Johnny, it's been fantastic having you along. Um, not too painful? It was all right for my first time. Okay, <laughs> that's good news. Um, so, um, great. Well, you know, it's been great having these different voices. That That's us finished our first full week of Embrace. And, uh, you know, alhamdulillah, thank God, um, it's been uh, really enjoyable for myself and so on. We'd love to hear your feedback. Um, please also search us out for Embrace Radio um, on Facebook as well. And find out about, uh, you know, please ask questions, give us feedback, even heck, even negative ones, say, listen, stop doing that, I want you to do something different, we would love that, because God willing, uh, we want to make the best show possible for new Muslims. Um, inshallah, on uh, Monday is a charity drive tomorrow, inshallah on Tuesday, we're going to be joined by Sister Aisha to talk about being a new Muslim in a mixed cultural marriage, yeah, married to someone, and Aisha's married to a lovely man, mashallah, from Pakistan, uh, of Pakistani heritage, so inshallah, it's going to be fascinating. For now, it just leaves me to thank you very much for listening on Radio Ramadan Glasgow 87.7 FM and I'd just like to wish you Assalamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh For more information and to listen to more podcasts visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app